Radio 77 WABC. Arena Cosby Show. Anti-Semitic attacks are up 400% in the United States since the Israel-Hamas war began. Many huge protests are taking place on college campuses. What can be done? Why is this happening? And do we obviously need to protect our Jewish students? Listen to the Rita Cosby Show. Weeknights at 10. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Lewis, where was that um, ceremony yesterday for the uh, American Airlines Flight 587, which crashed literally five blocks from my uh, house? Where was that? Um, Memorial Park? If I remember, once off 116, yeah. Yeah, I, Memorial Park. Yeah, right. I think, I think it's Memorial Park where they have the memorial 9-11's the 9-11 right. thing, yeah. Yes. Okay, okay. So I think it's they didn't it do it, like, right in front of Harbor Lights, no, Sean's no, place. I, no. Okay, because people do live there now will be a pain in the ass. But. Did you go to it? No, I knew oh, about oh, it. Oh, you knew about online, it, yeah. And I saw. And in the uh, wave, right? Mark Healy. It's a good paper, man. The great Mark. The great Mark Healy. The great Andrew Giuliani's on the phone now. I think he golfed with uh, Trump. Yeah, he sent me a picture of Donald Trump on the tee, and it's, it seemed like he was standing right behind him. I don't think somebody sent him a picture for him to send it to me. So my guess is that he just golfed with Trump yesterday. Is that right, Andrew? Yeah, that's right, Sid. I just got down here uh, on Saturday, and uh, this week, toward the end of the week, there's a big uh, America First Policy Institute conference down here, which is kind of uh, the old White House, basically. A a lot of them have gone on to this uh, policy think tank. And basically what the ideas are, are, hey, what what are the ideas of the Trump administration if President Trump can win? They're not part of the campaign, although many of them are volunteering in their own ways from a campaign perspective to get him to win. But they're actually looking and saying, okay, what can we do now about border security now that 7 million illegals have come in over the last three years? What are we going to do on uh, inflation, considering that the economy, which was humming in 2019-2020, has had three years of uh, the Biden uh, the Bidenomics, if you will. So it's uh, it's a pretty interesting week down here uh, and certainly catching up with some not just old friends, but I think people that. Uh, I think the media completely underrated for their success uh, in government. You know, obviously everybody uh, – Trump is such a uh, magnetic figure that uh, I think a lot of people never realize just the competence of the team that he actually put together. And you could see that through so many of the agencies, through so many of the accomplishments during those four years in the White House. Just had Siggy Flicker on the show, the former housewife, and uh, she's very close with the Donald. And, I, you know, I just – you know, him and I, we, we forged this nice relationship really over the last year. It was not like that before, but nowhere near what Siggy is, what you are. You're with the president all the time. You golf together. He trusts you. I'm just curious. You know, Tim Scott, uh, he backed out of the race last night. People seem to think there'll be a nice position waiting for Scott uh, in Trump's cabinet. Has he ever leaked to you or said anything about his running mate? Because I asked him once, maybe about a month and a half ago on this show, and he said, Sid, the VP choice has never won the presidency for the president. Folks have said, well, what about Lyndon Johnson? I don't know. All I know is he made it very, very clear it wasn't that important to him and that if he was going to win, it was going to be based on his merit and not Siggy Flick. I mean, excuse me, not uh, Carrie Lake or Nancy Mace. <laughs> has he uh, told you anything about that possibility, who it may be? Maybe it's, maybe it's Ziggy Flick. Maybe yeah, that's yeah, what it yeah. is right there. She was so good. She should be. <laughs> she should be. Siggy Flicker was so good. 
<laughs> but he hasn't. You know, I'll he hasn't you, yeah. You, no, sorry. Go ahead. No, but he hasn't told you anything about that that uh, possibility, no, has he? He hasn't. And I think I think that's really his position on it. He looks and says, "Hey, look, you know, a vice president never really has. Um, they, they haven't really won. At least, let's say in the last fifty, sixty years. You know, obviously, you can look." kind of back in the old times when, when you would kind of bring a state with you, if you will. I think that's kind of antiquated thinking at this point. Um, but uh, but for the most part, no, he hasn't. And now, obviously, he was not prepared for the uh, Tim Scott announcement this morning. It sounds like a lot of his campaign team wasn't even prepared for this uh, Tim Scott announcement last night. So I'd be interested to see. I'm going to see him again tomorrow. I'd be interested to see what he thinks about Tim Scott, but I know that for the most part, even of all the candidates, you know, I know he's not very high on Nikki Haley. Obviously, we know his relationship with DeSantis has certainly soured over the last couple of years. I think he and Tim Scott always had a, a respect considering what they ended up working on with the Opportunity Zone. That was one thing that really forged their relationship. And I think one of the main reasons why, if you look now at what the numbers are in the African-American community around the country, you're seeing Trump starting to get, get maybe in the low 30s or the mid 30s, which makes it impossible for a Democratic candidate to go win cities like Philadelphia, cities like Atlanta. Um, and that's so important. I think a lot of that is due to the relationship and some of the policy successes that Tim Scott was able to push from a Senate perspective. So uh, it'd be very interesting to see where Tim Scott ends up coming in in terms of uh, what Trump thinks about him now that he is uh, backed out of the race. You know, I was having a conversation with a friend, Andrew, this weekend, and I uh, kind of likes Trump, you know, and he said, yeah, I wouldn't mind if Trump won. He's not nearly the Trump enthusiast that you are, for say, or me. He said, yeah, 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 okay, if Trump won. He goes, but how's he going to govern when he goes to jail? And I said, well, what do you mean when he goes to jail? What do you think he's going to jail? He said, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know, you know, Georgia, and, you know. And I said, uh, well, John Gotti ran the mob when he was... <laughs> from prison when he was still the head of the mob. Not that I'm, you know, uh, comparing, of course, uh, Trump to the mob, which I shouldn't do, especially with Rico down in Georgia. But in all seriousness, the guy was concerned, how is he going to do this if he's facing the real possibility of going to jail? You ever think about that? Or not really. I know Trump uh, tries not to. You know, well, well, I don't think the mob comparison to Trump is very accurate. I do think the mob <laughs> comparison to the federal government is probably pretty, pretty accurate at this point. As a matter of fact, you may be able to argue that the mob might have been more efficient in some of their economic theories than our federal government at this point is. Um, no, you know, one of the things we did talk about yesterday were I think the two political gifts that he ended up getting – from this court in New York and this crazy judge, which you've been covering so well, Sid. Thank you. Uh, first off, when he valued Mar-a-Lago at uh, 18 to $27 million, if you look over here, you'll see condos that are valued at $30 million in Palm Beach. Now, a lot of people don't really realize because maybe, you know, the, the numbers are so exorbitant, it's tough to really kind of understand, okay, what is a half-billion-dollar property? What is a billion-dollar property? What is a $250 million property? But Trump's property is completely unique over there. So he gave him a political gift there. But I think even more, what's more, the gift that Erdogan ended up giving him by saying, I am not here to listen to you. The judge saying that, I'm not here to listen to you. No, that's your job. Your job as a judge is to sit there and to listen to the testimony of the witness, to sit there and listen to both sides and then make an unbiased ruling. It was such a microcosm for what's going on on the illiberal left now 
And I told him, I said, look, you could not buy publicity like that. And he completely agreed. And it'd be interesting to see if they push more out on that because I think, again, it was a perfect microcosm of the way the left feels, not just about Trump, but I think about many conservative value points now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice. I'll just a uh, quick uh, breaking news story. Three guys try to carjack a car, Secret Service car, by the White House. The Secret Service opened fire on those guys. That's all I know. No, I'm sure we'll have those specifics coming up after Andrew is done. So, Andrew, here you are, you, um, you're Rudy's son and uh, very impressive kid, brilliant. I'm going to say that in all seriousness, brilliant. And uh, you got it all. You got all, you know, you're, you're glib, you're funny, you could be a great politician. You run for the first time for governor of New York. No easy task. And you finish a very impressive second to a very impressive candidate, Lee Zeldin. No, uh, no embarrassment in that. Still very, very young. You're around the president every day. You've already worked at one point for President Trump for four years. Is it fair to me assume if and when, not if, but when Donald Trump wins again in 2024, being you guys golfed together just yesterday and all the time, is it fair to assume Andrew has his second stint alongside the Donald in the White House? Look, of course I would be you know, willing to go and, and, and help him out in any kind of way, whether that's actually working in the White House, whether it's working from the outside. You know, my interest, I think just like yours, Sid, in your role and your so important role here in terms of getting information out to, to everybody, uh, is making sure that we save our country and Western civilization at this point. Western civilization really is on the line as what we've seen over the last 35 days here with Israel and everything else. So to me, look, I would certainly not take it off the table. It's certainly something that I've thought about. I've talked with my wife about. There are obviously a lot of factors to consider. One of the things that you and I talked about just a, a few months ago was, you know, there are truly a lot of sacrifices which, uh, you know, when, when you see how the left ends up going after anybody associated with Trump, uh, you have to weigh those in as well. And you have to realize that, hey, look, this is this is in some ways um, it's not a war. I, I certainly with, with Veterans Day having having just passed, I, I never like to equate things to war. Or whenever you see you know, athletes say heroes, they're not heroes. It's, it's the men and women on the battlefield. But you realize that you're going into a certain type of a conflict where the opposite side doesn't just want to prove your points wrong. In many ways, they want to destroy you and they want to destroy your livelihoods. And they've gone to the low points of really trying to even expose your family, expose where your kids go to school. So it really is a real sacrifice that you really need to think about as you end up going through. But look, I love President Trump. I love what he stood for. I love the fact that he's exposed, I think, so many of the major flaws in our federal government. And I think 
if he were to ask me to uh, to serve again, it would be something that would be very difficult to turn down. We'll put it that way. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Well, I hope he does. How about that? I hope he wins, and I hope you're back there because I think you two make a great combination. And I mean that from the very, 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 very bottom of my heart. How do you hit it yesterday? That one uh, video you sent me off the tee, he looked pretty good. He hit, he hit it good. You know, he came right off the flight coming from New Hampshire uh, on Saturday and then uh, and then from the UFC fight Saturday night. And, uh, you know, I've told him time and time again, as, as I've seen him this year, I said, look, you're playing – Way too good for a 77-year-old. I can't wait until you're present again and playing much worse golf because your time needs to be spent saving the country rather than working on hitting hitting good seven irons. How, how did you play yesterday? I played okay. You know, I, I haven't played too much over the last couple of months here with uh, with the weather turning, and it was just nice to kind of get down and, and spend some time with them and, and really kind of more than anything kind of talk about uh, you know, what his mindset is, yeah. what, what he thinks the most yeah. important things are. I, I really, you know, more than anything, I think this is one of the things that people uh, focus so much about who's around Trump. He really is so brilliant in his thinking from a political standpoint. I think a lot of this comes from the fact that he didn't spend his life around politics. He really spent it, obviously, in, in growing a very successful business, no matter what the state of New York will actually tell you. Um, that his instincts are so darn good on this stuff that I really, whenever I'm around him, I just feel like I get amazed at a couple of different times. And I'm like a, a sponge really trying to soak it all in. Um, and it's just fascinating to hear how to think how his mind actually works and to see it. So I just I love the conversations because um, they're fascinating. And, and look, Sid. Just like you, he and, you know, in a, and I think it's why you guys get along so well. You know, he can go from talking about sports, maybe talking a little bit about the opposite sex, to then all of a sudden talking about the geopolitical importance of Israel right now and why we need to back them. And so it's, uh, it's always a conversation where you end up touching on kind of anything. Yeah, he's the one guy I'm nervous about uh, filling in for me when I'm away on vacation. <laughs> keep him away i think he'd be the yeah. one guy that yeah. might be able to even blow your ratings i think he would i think you two i think you two guys together though now that would be a nice little fun day how about that trump and giuliani uh, filling yeah. in for sid that'd be great <laughs> you were you know, great UF, this morning UF, thank you yeah uh ufc tried that and i think it worked pretty well for them so uh you know <laughs> no I, 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 I wouldn't worry too much about me i'd worry about him though. no you're both great <laughs> and uh the walk-in on saturday night uh we're gonna play that we've actually got that andrew him walking in with uh tucker carlson donald jr i think bongino was there too i don't know but uh the yeah. the, the announcers were going wild he like he was the main event so we'll get to that later on this hour andrew as always you're not good you're great thank you so much amazing Thank you. Thank you, Sid. My man, Andrew Giuliani, down there in Florida, golfing with the president yesterday. <laughs>